Tiffany Micah podcast and welcome to today's episode. Um, I've got a question for you today. Are you frightened of losing? And the reason that I ask you that is that, you know, a lot of the time when we go out and we play our sport, we get into this state that we, you know, we're scared that what happens if we lose? Because, you know, like you want to do well, right? You want to win, you want to perform well, all of that kind of thing. I I get it. But there could be something inside of you that you're actually like terrified, absolutely terrified of of losing. And why, why why would that be so? Why would you be frightened of actually losing? Let's have a look at a couple of things. So there could be that you might let, feel like you might let your team down if you're playing in a, in a team sport or you might be letting yourself down. You might be letting others down who you feel that are relying on you. You may feel that you let your parents down. You may feel that you might let relatives down. You may feel that you'll let your coach down. Um, you don't want to look like an idiot. You don't want to look like that you that you look like that you can't play, right? You don't want to be embarrassed. You might feel that you're not good enough. You don't want to get beaten. You're not popular if you lose and so on. So there could be that thing where if you're feeling that you're frightened of losing, there's, you know, there's reasons behind that. And it's, it's, it's a much deeper thing so that you can understand, you know, because I, I know when I was growing up playing tennis, I was absolutely terrified of losing and I did never wanted to lose because I would be embarrassed if I did. Um, I'd feel um, ashamed of myself. I'd feel like I let my mum down because I love my mum so much and, and my mum always believed in me. She always felt that I was good enough and I had a lot of potential but I, I was always frightened of losing because I'd let my mum down, um, you know, and, and I didn't want to look like that I didn't know what I was doing. I wanted to look like the athlete that I wanted to be, you know, and, you know, if we lost when I you know, played lots of other sports, when we did rowing and hockey and um, soccer and cricket and, and lots of other things, and when you have that fear of, of losing what starts to happen is that you're actually you're starting to feel like a failure. And it was quite interesting because on the weekend, um, I've just started coaching my niece's soccer team. So I did the two games on the weekend and we've just done a training session just in the last couple of days. But um, it was interesting because they, they had a win one day and they had a loss the next day and they only lost 4-3. But 
their poor little faces, like they feel like they felt like, you know, some of them were, were blaming some of the other players on the team. Some of them most likely felt that they let themselves down. Some of them may felt like they had, I don't know them well enough yet, so I haven't been able to probe and ask those questions yet for them. They're, they're only 11, you know, they, they're, they're, they're great. And, um, but, you know, their little faces, they, they were, there was devastation on their face. And I said to them at, at the end, because, again, I'm just getting to know them now, you know, especially since the last training session we've had, but on, on that particular game day. And, and I was like, you know, I said, it's just feedback. I said, a loss is just feedback. We don't have to be frightened about losing. I said, it just shows areas in which we can improve on. So we don't need to feel that we're that we're frightened of losing, right? Because it's not about the loss. It's about, okay, there's some areas in which that we can improve on. And and there was things that I was trying to make sure that I was mitigating, you know, a much bigger loss because um, there was certain positioning that wasn't quite right prior to me stepping in. And I'm not saying that I'm the answer to everything, but I could see some some strategies that they were applying because their coach wasn't always there. So they were just sort of trying to fumble their way through. But um, we had to make sure there's some things in place so that the loss actually wasn't going to be bigger on this particular day. And they played a much stronger team as well than than they've played. You know, the the offence side, the, the attacking side of the team, their forwards were actually quite strong than a lot of the other teams have been. So there were some some things, but but they felt the loss, right? They felt like they had let someone down or themselves down, and, and there was that disappointment. But it's not it's not about. We don't want to be frightened of losing, right? We don't want to feel that you know if we lose, we're going to let other people down in the team that's relying on me, or I didn't play well enough, or I wasn't good enough, or I didn't let you know I didn't perform the way the coach wanted me to perform, or you know my parents will be really disappointed with me, and and all of that kind of stuff, right? We 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 don't want to be feeling that, and so we want to make sure that if you're getting to that point where you're frightened of losing, because like when I was growing up in tennis, I was absolutely petrified of losing. Because I was, I thought if I lost, I was a failure. Okay, like a big failure, and I just wasn't good enough, and I'd never be good enough because I lost. I didn't know the power at the time of actually a loss is actually just feedback, and it's an education, and it's an education in the way that you go. You know what? Okay, there's reasons why this happened. There's reasons why these I lost these games and why I lost these matches. And the same in, in any sport, right? So whatever sport you're playing and that you're pursuing, there are reasons why if, if it's coming up for you and you're, you are losing matches or you're losing games, there's reasons that they, this is happening. And it's not your fault, right? It's not your coach's fault. It's not the other team's fault. What it is, is that there's specific areas in the game, in the way you operate, the way you're playing, uh, the way you're performing under pressure, there's situations that are coming up that's actually giving you feedback and you're not performing as well. So then what you need to make sure that you're doing is you're actually identifying what's good, right? What's working well. Then you've got to identify what's not working well and then we've got to put a plan in place on, okay, how are we going to Im- improve that? 
So if we look at other than you feeling about frightened of losing, I want you to be thinking about the sport that you play because this is what you want to do, isn't it? You live and you breathe it, don't you? You just absolutely love the sport. And I get it. I was like that with tennis when I was growing up. That was my world. I just didn't want to do anything else. I just wanted to live tennis, breathe tennis, eat tennis, play tennis, run tennis, everything tennis, right? It was everything was tennis. And then when I discovered golf, I was exactly the same. It was just everything about golf. Interestingly enough, a cup about two years ago, I discovered skiing. I haven't had an opportunity in the past to go skiing. Oh my God, I love skiing. It's amazing. And I could feel that that child within, you know, the little tiff within going, yeah, come on, big tiff, let's go. Let's go and learn how to do this sport and let's live and breathe it because it's amazing. So I can't wait for ski season. I'm really looking forward to ski season so I can go and pursue it more. But you get what I mean, right? You live and you breathe it. So I don't want you to be frightened of losing, but what I want you to do is I want, I'm going to ask you these, some questions just to get you to start thinking about, okay, what is it that I need to do? So I want you to be thinking about, not about how you're feeling right now. I want you to be thinking about your sport. So I want you to ask yourself the question is how good are your skills? You're like, okay, well, how good are my skills? And list out all of the skills that you have. List out every single skill that you've got to be working on in your sport and how good are they really? Are they up to par? Sorry, that's a golf pun, but are they up to where they need to be? Because if they're not, you're going to have to work on them, aren't you? If you play uh, like soccer or hockey or um, even cricket, um, especially football as well, um, you swim, um, anything that requires you to run, right, or swim, for example, or paddle, how fast are you? Right? How fast are you? You got to be thinking. You got to look at it. Are you are you quick enough? Are you fast enough? You might be saying no, Tiff. I'm not. Okay, what are you going to do about it? Do you have the stamina to get through the through the game? And what I mean is not only the physical stamina, the mental stamina, right? Do you have the stamina to get through? So are you fit enough to get through right through if you're playing a soccer game an hour or uh, I think it's 30 minutes each, each end or 40 minutes, 45 minutes each end, whatever level that you're playing at. With golf, are you, do you have the stamina to get through four, four and a half hours of play uh, with tennis, do you have the, the stamina to get through a three-set match, even a five-set match? Are you conditioned to do that, right? Because if you're not, you've got to do the work. Are you, uh, with your swimming, uh, do you have the stamina to be able to do f- five or six races in one day? If you're not, you've got to build yourself up to that. Are you agile, right? Do you, do you move really quickly and you can recover very quickly and, and get ready for the next thing that comes along? So if you're a tennis player and, and you do your serve, can you recover ready for the next shot that you've got to play, right? Are you quick? Can you change directions quickly? Because if you're not, you've got to be working on that. And then I want you to be looking at how well do you perform on game day, like compared to training? Because sometimes... 
Sometimes we can perform so well in training, everything's just great, it all just happens, then yet we go to game day and we just can't get it together. Now there's a reason that that actually happens and I'm going to share that with you in another episode like on exactly what you need to be doing for that. But I want you to be thinking right now is like, if I'm performing really well in training and I'm not performing well in game day, what's missing? Why, why, is, why is that happening? Because that's what happens a lot. Right? That's the biggest um, common area, not, I'm not going to say error, but area in which people struggle. So it doesn't matter whether you're playing an individual sport like tennis or, or golf or something like that, or you're playing an actual uh, team sport, uh, soccer, hockey, cricket, um, football, whatever. If there is something missing between game day and training day, we have a problem, right? We have a big problem. And the reason for that is because you don't know how to switch into game mode. You Are you focused during training or are you just mucking around and not taking it seriously? Because because I know like when I was, you know, it doesn't matter what sport, whether I played tennis, whether I rode, whether I played soccer, whether I played hockey, whether I played golf, whatever sport, are you focused on what you're doing in training, right? Because you need to make sure that when you show up to training, you're going to put your best effort in. Because in order for you to bring your best effort out in performance day, right, competition day, tournament day, you've got to make sure that you're up to it. Now, if you just rock up to training and you're like, yeah, you know, I can just cruise through this with no effort, no mental effort, right, no physical effort, no mental effort, then what? Then what? How are you, how are you going to perform on game day? I can guarantee you won't. I can guarantee you won't. Now, I used to show up to training in, in tennis. I'd give it everything that I had that I could, but then I had all these negative beliefs and so on that would hold me back from performing the, the way that I wanted to. But in training, I, that didn't come up. I just gave it my all, right? But the problem was I couldn't shift from training into performance because I couldn't handle the pressure, changed when I learned to play golf as an adult, right? Because I knew what to do and I worked on it. But if you are struggling from training, and I see it so much in golf, especially with older adults, because older adults expect that they should be able to just perform, but they but they don't know how to. And I see this in kids' sport, is that kids think that they can just rock up and do training, do whatever in training, muck around, and then go and, oh, yeah, I'll bring it to game day. It doesn't happen, right? We've got to learn how to, we've got to learn how to focus and how to get zoned in in training so that when we need it, bang, which is tournament day, right? Game day, we need to be able to put it into play. So that's, the, so then that's, okay, how do we handle pressure, right? How do you handle pressure from your coach? your team, yourself, even your family? Do you have a way in which you can handle pressure? Because you need to make sure that you have that in place too, right? There's all these things that you need to be focusing on. Because if you focus on not losing, guess where your attention is? 
you're actually not focused on what you need to do. Because I can tell you, and I've, I speak about this a lot in, in my episodes, and the reason that I do that about my tennis career growing up is because I want you to get it, right? I want you to get it that I lived with regret for, for 25 years because I was focused on not losing. I was focused on, um, you know, a poor self-esteem. I was focused on that I wasn't good enough. I was focused on all that. I had the ability had the physical ability, but mentally, there was so much that mentally let me down, right? Now, I don't want to make, I don't want this, I don't want this to happen to you. So when you, when you show up to game day, I want you to be focused and zoned in. When you show up to training, I want you to be focused and zoned in, right? You shouldn't be focused on losing because if you focus on losing, guess what's, what's, guess what is going to happen? You're going to lose because you're frightened, right? You're frightened. And I don't want you to be frightened because what I want you to do is step up, right? Step up on the plate and give it the best that you can give in that day because that's all you can give. Give the best that you can give in that day. When you give the best that you can give that day, regardless of whether it's a win or a loss or even a draw, Look at it as feedback, right? Everything that you do is feedback. What feedback did you get from winning? What did you do? Because there's a formula there. What did you do if you got a draw? I know in tennis you don't get a draw, um, but there's other sports, team sports that you do. Except if you're playing like a round robin event or something like that in tennis. But what did you do? right? What did you do? What was what were the things that worked? What were the things that didn't work? If you lose, it's feedback. What happened, right? That's showing and that creates a formula. The things that you start to identify is, oh, gee, I was focused on losing. Oh, I was so worried about this, that and the other. Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't even here. Like my body was here, but my mind was somewhere else. That's your non-winning formula. You see what I mean? So we, we want to be making sure that we're really aware of actually what's going on. So what I want you to be starting to think about is your focus is to begin a plan for yourself, right? Your sports plan. A plan for your sports training. We want to get this right. Look, this is only a a small part of what we want to do. There's so many things and there's so many areas that we need to cover. But this is an essential part. So here's some questions for you. I want you to just start thinking about, remember, we want to start working and thinking about creating our formulas, our success formula, right? Our winning formula, our non-winning formula, what's involved, what, what have we got to do to get into that winning formula state? So here are some things Here are some things that I want you to be thinking about and I want you to take notes of these and then I want you to go and do some work on it, okay? So I want you to be looking at, number one, the skills. What skills must you master? Look at every single skill that you have. What are the skills that you need to master? Number two, what is your fitness level? What does it need to be at? What does your stamina need to be at? Do you need to be doing speed training, sprinting, 
flexibility training, stretching, balance training, strength training. What do you need in place? Okay. Number three, nutrition. What types of foods that you, do you need to be consuming that's going to help you perform better? The fuel. What type of fuel do you need in your body that's going to help you perform like a race car, right? Formula One race car. Not a 1970 uh, Datsun 200B or whatever it was. Okay, that's just going to putt, putt, putt. Right, that means that it doesn't have the right fuel. Right, we don't want to be putt, 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 putting around. Right, we want to be a Formula One race car. Number four, your performance at training. Right, when you're training for your sport, what level do you train at? Rate yourself. Do you train at level one or do you train at level 10 or somewhere in between? Right, number one means pretty bad. Number 10 is awesome. Right, in your games, what level do you want to be playing at? Number one or number 10 or somewhere in between? All you can do is give your best effort that you can give on the day. Okay, I want you to get that clear in your head because a lot of people think that if they don't win, they're a failure. And I don't want you to be thinking that. I want you to be thinking that all I can do is do the best I can do today. Every time, even though I'm not competing in sport right now, I love sport and I'm going to get back into competition real soon. But even when I show up at the gym, all I, all I make sure that I focus on because I want to be fit, right? I want to be strong. Every time I show up at the gym, I want to make sure that I can give the best effort I can give today. That's all I ask for myself, the best effort. Years ago, I just was, oh, okay, I'm just not good enough. I just can't do it. I'm not this. I'm not that. Show up and give the best effort that you can give today. Okay, now number five, how will you handle the pressure? What is it that you need to do? The pressure from your coach, if there is pressure. The pressure from your parents, if there's pressure. The pressure from your team, if there's pressure from your team. How are you going to handle it? Even the pressure from yourself. How are you going to handle that pressure? The pressure that how you're going to perform on game day. Okay, the pressure that you put on yourself of how you're going to perform in training, right? How will you handle that pressure? Will you be calm and poised and in, and in position and, and working like a champion? Or will you be worried about not performing so well? Because I will tell you, if you start worrying about not performing so well, that's what's going to happen. You won't perform, okay? Give the best that you can give in that moment. So what I want you to do is I want you to identify why you are frightened of losing and then I want you to put these first steps in place, okay? Look at the skills, the fitness level, the nutrition, the performance and how you'll handle pressure, okay? It'll be all there listed for you. If you can't remember, go back and listen to this episode, right? You can do this but it's getting your mind right. It's getting you in in the right frame of mind so that you start thinking about what you've got to do to achieve versus focused on, oh my gosh, I could lose, right? It's not about that. If you look at the top performers, like even Tiger Woods winning the US Masters, he was like, he was focused on doing the best that he could, right? Yeah, he wanted to win, but he was focused on doing the best he could in that tournament. Novak Djokovic, 
right? Every time he steps out on the court, he focuses on what he can do to perform at his best. Nadal, right? Rafael Nadal, same thing. Every time they step out onto the court, they look at how they can perform at their best, right? They give the best that they can. And that's all you can do, okay? And I'm going to leave you with that. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'd love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. If you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, I'd love it too if you could share with your friends these episodes because we want to build the Reach of Potential with TIFF community as big as we possibly can. And if you've just got 30 seconds to spare, I would really appreciate a five-star review because we want to build the Reach of Potential with TIFF community as big as we possibly can. So I want you to dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. Have an awesome day. Take care. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah.